little ringy dingy donkey Don't you wanna watch along it? Cause you know we're gonna have a good time We're watching our show, the one you all know Yeah, ring, ding, ding, dong, hi Ding dong, everybody It's kids even believe it Ding dong, ladies and gentlemen Ding dong, I, uh, the feedback on this show has already been absolutely buck wild. I mean, did you ever imagine this was going to happen, Dermot? That we would get back together? That we would get back together, that that the show, the watch along would get this kind of response, this outpouring from the fans? Yeah. I said, did you see Justin Trudeau tweeted about us? Yes, he Did said we this? were a national security risk. It was so yeah. nice. Yeah, I he was really... calling on the Department of Homeland Security to designate us an international terrorist organization. Yes, yes, uh, it's so, so funny. neat, guys. I really like having a prime minister that has a sense of humor. It's cool when your prime minister gets the memes. When he gets, like the you memes. have to do the law stuff, but getting the memes is important yeah. too. Because the then dankery. I know he's... Yeah, if he gets the dankery. Um, although I don't think that, I think, I think that's a little old fashioned. I think the dankery is what you got when you married a girl. Like it would be like a sheep. Oh, back in Roman days, you would say like, it'd be like, okay, I'm marrying the, you can marry my daughter and I give you a dankery. A dankery. Or goat. I always learned it as dowry. No, that's no. the stuff you wear. No, that's jewelry. Okay, I might be confused. Oh, okay, yeah. I'll admit it. I might be confused. Did you see that Justin Trudeau went on Canada's Drag Race? No. Yeah, he went no on way. Canada's Drag Race. And, uh, you know, he is the first national leader to ever show up on a Drag Race show, by all accounts. And they didn't let they didn't put him in makeup, though. That we know of. That we know of, yeah. I have to think that Justin's Did he do a lip sync or something? Uh, no, he didn't have to lip sync for his life, unfortunately. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I I do think that Justin has to be wearing a baseline of makeup, though, right? Yeah. He's a politician. He's got to have a, a, a foundation of some yeah. sort. You're under hot lights all the time. Is he doing a liquid foundation, do you think? Or is he doing a powder foundation? Oh, I mean, I'm not, I can't, I don't really know. Well, you no used idea. to do, you used to do your own makeup. You used to do, you wouldn't let the makeup people touch your face. It's weird. It makes it feel like there's a bunch of spiders on my face that are trying to get into my eyes. They're trying to get into your eyes? Do you know what I mean? No. When people are touching my face like that, it's a bunch of spiders. Like it feels like they're trying, they're poking you with the brushes. It feels like tiny little spiders. The brushes. Anyway. But you got really good at doing your own makeup, though. I did. I got super good at doing my own makeup. I had a big issue, actually, come in this episode. Yeah. Um, where I was trying to do makeup, because I'm doing my own makeup, and I had to look like one of the members of KISS. Mm-hmm. I started going. I said I was going to do Paul Stanley, you know? So he's got, like, the star on his face. Yep. But I kind of messed, messed it up. So then I kind of, like, added a little more black and then that didn't look right. So then I kind of smudged a bit. And I kept going. And of course, the yeah. director's it, banging on the door. The AD is like, where the hell are you? We need you out here on stage now. Yeah. It was unfortunate what it ended up looking like. Yes, it was unfortunate. And I just want everybody to know it, it was not 
intentional. No. I was trying to do Paul Stanley and it yeah. went wrong. Okay. And you did a lot of you did a lot of outreach work after. I I wanna say I, I know there was a pretty a pretty fair size controversy that followed you after this, but you you know, you were going out to the synagogues. Yes. You know. uh, of course it looked like the makeup everybody knows it's a scandal i looked like it looked like it was black jew face that's what everybody was saying i think yeah it yeah. was terrible yeah the i mean you i i think i think what we forget is that it was a different time it was a different time and i was trying to be paul stanley mhm okay, like i love Black Jewish people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You uh, you admit that. I, I, I've been to the synagogues. Well, your cousin is is black Jewish. I went Jewish. in and was like, wow, this I like what you guys are doing here. Yeah. And my cousin is black Jewish. And yeah. we're not talking now. But we he was he was the he thought I was making fun of him. He was he's still pretty pissed. What so you and Daniel haven't patched things up? No, Dan Dan and I are still estranged. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's okay. Well, you can. We can only learn, and we can only grow. And I and I I do think that you did both. Thank you. I have learned, and I have grown since then. You have grown, yeah. And I that's, but I, I think that that's a really interesting topic because that feels really salient to today's episode that we're recapping. This is an emotion. This was an emotional episode for me. This one was really sad. Yeah. Yeah. Because it hit close to home for a lot of teenagers. Yep. And I think, you know, I want to say that I was really, this is when I knew that, because this is episode seven, season one. This is when I season knew. Season one, episode seven. Yeah. Ding dong high. I think that this is when I Canada. knew. Mm-hmm. North America. Earth. Yeah. yeah. Go Soul on. Soul system. Soul system. Uh, yeah, we're that's our, that's the name of our solar system because that's the name of our sun, the soul. Le soleil. That's a circus. Then mm-hmm. there's out from that is galaxy. Out from that is mega galaxies. Out uh-huh. from that is the black tube. The black tube and the black tube holds all of the space in it. Um, actually, my dad was our astronomy teacher on set. Uh, we got set schooled, of course. Uh, and you learned this stuff too, I believe, Dermot, or did I did you learn this stuff. Already? I think that I have maybe, um, forgotten. I, I do think that a lot of, a lot of sets wouldn't have an astronomy teacher on set. Cause well, it was astronomy slash astrology. Yes. Yeah. So we were doing our charts we were, I am, of course, an Aquarius. Yeah. And uh, you were, believe, I, I believe you were Capricorn? Yes. I was a, yeah, I was a Capricorn. I was the goat. The goat. Yeah. Yes. I'm a Capricorn, obviously. I'm sleek. I am very mm-hmm. up on the latest news. That's famously what Capricorns do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can spin fast, which goats can do, and I can go up steep things pretty easier than most people yeah do you still do your competitive spinning competitions 
Yes, I do Dervish. Uh, I, I wouldn't say it's competitive now. I'm in uh, house of, league. Oh, oh, that's nice though. Again, yeah, we were, and I, I was doing the, so I was rocking the dreidel uh, earlier. That was again part of my outreach work yep. uh, with the Black Jewish community. Yeah. Uh, so I was spinning up a storm there, guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I- Sorry. Um, I, I no, I, I I really I respect the the outreach work that you've done uh, for Black Jewish people, and I love that you are still doing something that you love, uh, spinning. Thank you. That's so nice. Yeah, and I I mean that's also that's what the the black tube is doing. You know, it's always spinning. spinning. That's what your father always said. Yeah, the black tube is spinning, and it'll come for us all. Yeah, your dad had really unique teaching methods. I remember there was a lot of door locking. There was a lot of doors being locked and we had to slide our our work under the door to prove to him that we had completed our work. Yeah, uh, we had to do a lot of like putting on uh, strange hoods and standing in corners it was an issue. They were knowledge hoods, I remember. It's what he would call them. Yeah, and we'd play, like, who can be the most quiet, which was not my favorite game. You were really uh, good ever. at it, though. I learned the hard way, man. He slams those doors and he turns the locks so hard on them. Yeah. Well, he really, he would slam the doors in such a way. He had it, he had it really figured out where he could slam the door and the lock would would latch into place at the same right because of the force that he exerted exactly yeah it, it was like uh like a magical dork gringotts or something it was did terrifying. he ever teach you how to do that no i still don't know how to lock a door at all if i'm being honest if i'm being please honest, be Kirkland, honest yeah i still don't know how to lock a door at huh. all well, I, you know, you and you and your wife Prudence, uh, one God of, bless her, love God, my wife, love Prudence, Prudence. Everyone knows Prudence. She also was on Ding Dong High. Uh, you and Prudence have such a, an open relationship, not in the sexual sense. Um, well, really, it's kind of. Well, y- I mean. You know, I mean, I'm, uh, I can, she doesn't I'm open let, with myself, uh, you're, you're you know, and, and the world has so. seen me, you know, the and whole your sex world tapes. really has seen, yes, they've seen my series of sex tapes, mm-hmm. uh, the Makani cauliflower, do I have to say the name? I don't the deflowering, know. I believe was the first one. You, the yeah. deflowering, which was, yeah, that one's a little awkward. That's one, that, that's the one before I found my feet. Yep. Uh, but eventually they get so good. Huh. Um, hey, Dermot, what was your yeah. favorite part of set school? I think for me, set school uh, was, if I'm going to be honest, it was the the memories that you made sort of when you were goofing off. If I, oh if I can be honest with you. Because we used When to- we were all being quiet with the hoods on well you would sort of (laughs) i wanted to be loud yeah yeah you really committed to that though because he would leave uh your father or you know any teacher really would leave Mm -hmm. and and then we would sort of just you know we would have fun and we would sort of talk about our dreams and our goals and you would still be in the corner with your knowledge hood pulled tight 
I am in it to win it, Dermot. <laughs> never lost a game of who's can be most quiet. No, never once. You never did. And what um what what a success you were at that. But I loved, you know, we would um I remember this one time uh Prudence and I we took um we took a quite a lot of beans from the craft services and we just filled your, do you remember when we filled your desks, your desk with beans? That was incredible. I had opened up my desk and in there was a bunch of wet beans. Yeah. Uh, Of course, you know, I have a a phobia of beans. We, I don't know if we knew that. Maybe we did. Prudence did. Prudence did. Prudence did. Huh. And uh, so that made me want to scream. But of course, I still you wanted couldn't. to win most most silent. Uh, and so yeah. I had this kind of internal scream. I think you saw like the veins popping in my forehead, blood vessels in my eyes getting close to bursting. It uh, scared me a lot. I don't think I remember that part. Um, I remember that sometimes- You were laughing pretty hard. Yeah, I, and I was laughing externally. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. I was laughing externally. And you, um, I remember, well, I do sort of remember you would get these nosebleeds sometimes. You would get classic, these, you would get really quiet and you, you would just, you would have such a nosebleed. Yeah, it's because there's so many thoughts going on in my head and I have to be silent. Mm. So they have to come out some way. So it's like, Blood. What's the closest to the mouth? Nose. There it mm. goes. That's um. Yeah, I mean, I guess that does explain it. I was never entirely sure. Um, you, you know, at a certain point, you were allowed to speak. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and I would when it I, uh, when there was an I opportunity. Just remember you being so quiet. And and then sometimes we would go to film and the director would say, okay, okay, Makani, it's, it's, it's your line. Uh, and you would just start bleeding. Yeah. I, yeah. So the, the problem with playing this game so much and uh, being in so many competitive spinning leagues is that your brain sloshes around in your head a little bit more than the average person and after a while of not talking i kind of forgot how to do it huh forgot how to talk for a bit right uh and i was kind of shaken you know or spun into this brain adult stillness yeah and so you'd spin and you would spin oh my goodness i would i looked so good beautifully i they worked your spinning into some episodes yes uh there's a few really cool ones Uh, well there were those little interstitials those little middle uh sort of transition graphics that they would use and i I, one of them famously is just you spinning but Mm -hmm. they yeah spinning and spinning and they slow down and there is such a look in your eye of Something I, I I can't really explain it. I was in another realm at that yeah. point, Dermot. If I'm being honest, you can see it in my eyes. There, there, my pupils are dilated. 
like yes. crazy. Yes. I mean, they're We're huge. About black tube. That was my eyes are black. They're my eyes yeah. are looking right into the black tube. Yeah, uh, and I did not like what stared back. What was what was staring back? It's tubes all the way down. Tubes We're all, all it's the all way down. tubes. The whole universe is tubes, Dermot. So <laughs> this is uh, after spinning and bleeding and spinning and bleeding and spinning and bleeding. I kind of realized. I need to do something about this. Mm-hmm. Something's wrong here. Did you see a doctor? I saw the set doctor. The set doctor, yes. Well, which one was it at that point? This was number 12, I think. We're on episode seven. Uh, so yeah, episode this would seven, have been the 12th doctor 12. Yeah. who was... Oh. Uh, uh, I'm just checking the fan wiki here. Mr. Shrek. Oh, Mr. Shrek. S-H-R-E-C-C. This was before the this was before the famous Green Ochre made famous by another Canadian, Mr. Michael and, Myers. And we had that the, you know, Zeepsorp kind of was like a prototype Shrek. Z- yeah, Zeepsorp was a prototype Shrek. Yeah, the um, prototype Shrek head with like yep. long ear tubes that Eminem's got stuck in, I believe. Yeah. I don't want to tell tales out of school, but the word on the street in the Canadian comedy world is that a lot of uh, a lot of Mike Myers' characters were ripped off of other Canadian comics that uh, never quite made it on SNL. Fun fact. That's crazy. I had no idea about that. Mike Myers? Yeah. Yeah. The Love Guru? <laughs> love guru the um no way that's yeah. heartbreaking yeah oh, yeah apparently apparently he um he he um is a lot uh, uh austin powers for example is quite similar to another second city character that that was created before when when he was in the second city world the little incredible yeah anyway incredible sue us that's mike terrible. myers uh, you want to go on a break, Dermot? Yeah. And when we get back, we're getting into our watch-along of Ding Dong. Hi. Ding Dong. I'm Lola Bordeaux. And I'm Alanis Percocet. We're two drag queens who recently relocated to a strange and wonderful town called Cityville. A place made for and made by drag queens. Tune into our new podcast, Lola and Lonnie. As we get to know our new neighbors, like charitable queen Generosity, morning talk show host, Bright and Early, and legal lady, My Attorney. Lola and Lonnie is a darkly glittery cartoon for your ears and features some of the best comics and queers from coast to coast. Find Lola and Lonnie on your favorite podcast purveyor. Mwah. Ding dong, welcome back. Uh, we're watching along. How are you doing, Dongers? It's great to have dongers. you back here. Yeah. I was trying I to come up with a name dongers. for them. What do you think? Dongheads? Uh, Ding dongs? Dong. Dingers. Dongers is good. Okay, cool. All right. Hey, Dongers. It's so nice to see you. Welcome back. Uh, it's time to go through our episode. Now, this is a really interesting one like we were saying at the top of this episode, Dermot, because it speaks to every teenager. We're yeah. talking about skincare. 
Mm-hmm. An integral part of of teenagehood and adulthood. You know, it's important to have a a, a skincare routine. Exactly. And so one of the things is that uh, Aisha Cuthbert, mm-hmm. uh, beautiful cheerleader, she wins uh, Homecoming Queen. Yes. But her dream is shattered because she gets a zit. Mm-hmm. Huge mm-hmm. one. A really tragic zit. It is. It is. Uh, Cody, you know, you come up with a solution. You know, you make this cream, mm-hmm. but it makes the zits worse. Yeah. Makes them terrible. Yeah. Gives you more zits. Mm-hmm. Super oily, nasty stuff. And then, of course, I came out in accidental Jewish blackface. I just want to say again, sorry to every community. Um, I had so many people that were offended. I was offended. I thought it was terrible. So then at the very end, Cody has to come clean about uh, giving the whole school, trying to sell the whole school this zit cream that gives you more zits. Yeah. That was a big scene for me. I, that was one of my favorite ones, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I like that one. I also like the one where you and I are in the lab in my bedroom, uh, mm-hmm. underneath my bunk bed, uh, using like the my queasy bake oven and mm-hmm. all sorts of other cool gizmos to develop this cream. Yeah, it was a real slapstick, funny scene, really played on the dynamics of our characters. And I I think the the dynamic and the chemistry that you and I had really developed together. But it was interesting because so many other parts of this episode, I think this is maybe the thing I would like to talk about today, is so many other parts of this episode were really tonally different they were quite um quite intense now i remember the director of this episode doug doug mcdonahue yeah doug mcdonahue he this was his only episode that he directed of Mm -hmm. ding dong high now doug mcdonahue really had dreams i from what i can remember of this episode he really had dreams of being the next cronenberg so there's the scene with aisha standing in the this is a famous scene of course standing in the mirror looking at this pimple and this was a pretty visceral scene. Uh, I this know, I was incredible. This was, this was groundbreaking on a lot of levels. The yeah. prosthetic team did some yeah. incredible work here. Uh, it yeah. was hard to tell that that was Aisha, if I'm being honest. Well, Aisha is just is such a natural beauty. And everybody knows that about Aisha. Aisha Cuthbert, sister of Alicia Cuthbert, another Canadian yeah. uh, personality, actor, and she she found depths both to the pimple and also to her character in this scene because she she starts to pop it. Oh my fucking yeah! So basically, like it's, listeners, it you know what painful. we're talking about. Yeah, it's the scene where she's got the uh, normal size zit, well, pretty large for a zit, but then it yeah. begins to grow to grotesque. It inflates to grotesque proportions 
Um, I believe there was some sort of sausage casing that um, Doug, director Doug, wanted to use to, mm-hmm. to, to, so to inflate as it started. And then eventually there was, uh, I believe, an entire, uh, some sort of bird, maybe a pheasant or um, turkey, chicken, something yep. like that. Yep. That they were inflating from the inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, with this pump and it was this airtight seal and it just got bigger and bigger until it exploded. Yeah. So she's digging in there. She's getting bones. She's getting bits of talon, giblets, giblets, feathers, and she's screaming. Yeah, she's going nuts. Um, yeah. And that was unscripted. I, I want to find a little behind the scenes there. That was unscripted. She, I was on set that day. Aisha and I were very close. Uh, I, I, you know, she always, I think, considered me her acting teacher. Really? Yeah. And, uh, okay. sort of an acting mentor, certainly. Um, and she needed me there that day. She didn't tell me that she needed me there. Yeah. But I I intuited that. Was this for, some of the romance, you know, where just because you guys had such a... I mean, I know you never, it never got to anything, but was this sort of like, I don't know, did, were you crushing on her at that time? And you kind of had a, a vibe? Or? Makani, I want to stop you right there. This was a purely professional relationship. Oh, I see, I see. She, of course, would show up to my trailer in the rain wearing nothing but a a negligee and you know uh soaked through shivering and saying dermot it's so cold out here i could i come in and i would of course say yes of course oh my gosh you look so cold i would get her a towel i would get her a blanket Dermot, this is that's a this is a sign like this is this no is so, so romantic. So she this is well, so she was field. she was constantly forgetting. Um, you know, she she was such a physical performer, and and her body was her instrument, and and she was constantly, you know, in varying states of dance wear, and because she she was really finding the physicality of this character. So it wasn't uncommon for her to to be in varying states of undress. And well, you know, we live in Canada where, you know, we get we get really extreme weather, very hot, very cold, lots of rain. And so it wasn't uncommon for her to show up um, in next to nothing uh, being exposed to the elements. I would take her into my it. Are you to my serious? trailer. Man, I know she's she is she was committed to her craft. You're you're right. You didn't you didn't just miss your you shot. Are, you missed correct. every shot with the hottest she, girl. She in was the so universe. committed to her craft, and I would take her into my trailer. I would I would dry her off. I would you know blow dry her oh hair, oh uh, and I would you sit her down. Dry her hair? And, you know, I would sort of check on her nails, um, make sure that she didn't chip any on the way over. And what are you talking about? And, you know, her hand would fall on my knee. Oh, here we go. Gratefully, of of course. And she would say, Dermot, thank you so much. I I, I can never repay you for your kindness. Um, nice. And I said, I would say, well, I can think of one way that you can repay me. Oh my God, what? Yeah. And she would say, yeah. And I would say, 
I think we need to go over scene two. What? And then I would pull out my script. Dermot. I would flip it open to scene two. And I would me? and I would say, I would say, Aisha, I know that you're almost there with this scene. I know this that you are insane. you are so grounded in this scene. I think that we can take it further. How did and then how did she take that? Uh well, she I pushed her, you know. I as her teacher, I certainly pushed her. And I think that she really respected that. I think at the time she was frustrated, but I think that she knew that Oh my god, I can't. You know, that's why she would insane, that's dude. why she would this come over nuts. to my trailer was she knew that I would really you know, catch her off guard. This I would undress her mentally. What? I, I would, I would, you know, I would, I would. She undressed herself physically would, for you, Dermot. I would warm her up. Yeah. In the, in the performance sense. You toweled sense. her off. In the performance sense. I would oh my God. penetrate her mind and really gain access to who she was as a performer really break down those barriers and then we would come so hard yeah over to set okay Dermot, this is would, driving me insane as a man who doesn't who doesn't touch his wife you uh, this is this is so really? upsetting to me yeah, is, yeah, I uh, can't believe Dur you could miss a shot like that. I've been waiting. McConaughey, I've been waiting McConaughey, for this for years. McConaughey, <sighs> I don't understand what you're talking about, first and foremost. But secondly, I understand that you're upset. And I understand why you're upset. And it's because we never had those acting classes. Am I right? That's not really what I mean, no. McConaughey, can I tell you why? We never had those acting classes. Can I tell you why I was never your acting mentor? Okay, I have a feeling this is going to happen no matter what I say. Makani, you didn't need me. Right, yeah. Makani, okay. you are a wellspring of deep emotions. Pain, loss, terror, uh, fear, trepidation, um, trauma. Yeah, I'm a hurt, scared little boy. We're child actors. We were. Now we're just actors. Yes. Well, kind of. I haven't well, really I, seen you in anything but the memes lately. But. I'm not, uh, well, I'm not sure what you mean by that. I have a, a rich, fulfilling life in many ways. And speaking of fulfilling, I was filling. Well, it's just because there's the comeback Cody. Uh, the comeback Cody meme. Sorry. It's just that's come, where you're come, on. You know, Comeback Cody? I don't, um, I don't engage with social media. Oh, well, there's this cool meme of you. It's called Comebag Cody. And it's like you, uh, when you're looking like you're like, you're kind of looking like a jerk uh, from the show. Mm. And you're like leaning in. It's like you're clearly pretty drunk. It wasn't in a good stage where you were fit. You look great now, by the way. Huh. But you had a bit of a belly and you're like, there's a hot dog hanging out of your belly button, which was cool. And I think. Can't say I remember that. Anyway, it's and so it's like when somebody's acting like a real comebag with a K, uh, hmm. you'll like send them that. You'll it'll be comebag Cody. Well, look, Makani, people only tear you down because they need someone to bring them up. You know, they need they need to to claw over you and climb over you 
so that they can feel a little elevated. And I can't, I can't judge them for that. That's not for me to do. Yeah. Wow. I don't think I've ever experienced that. Mm, I see. I, I think that as a culture, we are not familiar or maybe even not comfortable with the, the idea of a morally gray character. And I, th- I think that that is how I was playing it. You know, you watch these Better Call Sauls. You watch, you know, you watch these um, uh, Sopranos. You watch these, these shows, even such shows as you could even argue The Wire. And you could argue you could, okay. in a lot of ways, you could say that what I was doing was a lot like the wire. No, I, yeah. I mean, I guess you, yeah, you could say that. I could say that. Do you want me to say that for you? A lot of people would say that. And in this scene, in this scene in particular, in this episode in particular, you see my character, Cody, he sees he sees no paying in a market. Okay, people need people in this school need something. They need a product to deal with their hormonal acne. We of course quiet. shot by a fly a fry grease factory. Yes. Um. So it was it was oil, it was an oily atmosphere we were in. The air yeah. had been saturated um, with these particles of vegetable oil and. Large but I've always like been that. a method. I, I, method acting has always been an aspect of my practice. Oh, is that true? Yeah. So that's why I I actually um, I requested that the makeup not cover up my acne for this episode. Oh my god, that's in, that's incredible. That's yeah, so raw, I, man. Yeah, Sersha Ronan did that in Lady Bird, and um, I have yet to be thanked for the precedent that I set on that. Uh, But I'm sure the letter is in the mail. Yeah, well, I also remember with Coda uh, when that was happening and Mm -hmm. you said, like, in order to method act as a deaf uh, person when you were going for it, you just, you said, I'm not going to hear for a whole month. Yeah. And you're like, you're like, things will come into the ears, but I'm not going to even... And I did receive, I did receive some pretty harsh feedback from the deaf community. They hated it. They, you know, uh, they, they had a passionate discourse. Yes. Oh they my passionate goodness. Did discourse. They ever... Yeah. And I mean, you didn't even get the part, so it's fine, right? Like, well, I didn't. I didn't take the part. I didn't I didn't take the part. Well, yeah, it looked like they kicked you out by the end because they were offended well, there. There was of course deaf people there. You didn't even learn to sign. You were just sort of doing random finger movements. Makani, I want to just back up there. I did not take the part because I knew and I had learned that it would be maybe um inappropriate for me to take that part and that maybe it was time for someone who could represent that community to represent that community and that is when I gracefully stepped away oh I see okay cool well that's that's really neat and really big of you man I wish I had that kind of self-respect well you we're all on a journey you know one day yeah 
I, but I also think that that is why this episode was so triggering for a lot of people on set was we were dealing with, we were all dealing with acne in our own ways. And, and it for, was, it hurt. It hurt. the yeah. spe- We had a special kind of acne. I yeah. don't know what that was. It was contagious. It hurt. Um, you felt gross. I didn't like it. Well, you started treating yours with the little, um, the little hazelnut grater on, uh, on the cheese grater. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't feel good about that. The greater scars are still on my face, but it was something I had to do. I'm a teenager, right? You know what I mean. Like my teeth fall out, so why? Why wouldn't these things fall out? Uh, your teeth fall out. Is my baby teeth? Yours didn't. I actually, you I, do have very small yeah. teeth. Yeah, that's I I did, I did maintain just on the bottom though, just yeah. on the bottom. My little baby very teeth on the small bottom. little like a little kitty cat jaw. That's, yeah, that's really that's adorable, Dermot. Thank I never you. I that. think it's distinct. Yeah. Plus, if I if I lose a tooth, I'm sure another one's gonna grow back. Yeah, like a shark. Yeah. So I've got a clip here that I pulled from where oh, yes. uh, you're directing me. We're doing. Uh, we're making the concoction because you say, hey, it's time to make some money. Mm-hmm. Uh, time to make some freaking some money off of these, our peers, these chumps. Yeah. So you're g- directing me, getting me some ingredients and stuff. Uh, and of course, it all goes catastrophically wrong. Yes. Isn't that a cool word? Yes. Okay, thank you, Dermot. Let's go in. Uh, I'm going to press play now, and we'll, we'll see a little bit of the scene. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, Cody, I don't know about this, man. Listen, when this hits the shelves, we're going to make so much money. Yeah, but I mean, it has to work, Cody. I just don't know. You shut your beautiful little mouth. Your beautiful little mouth. I'm just gonna. Dermot, you're going off script again. I. When this shit hits the streets, do you know how much money we're gonna make? I don't know, but I hope it's enough for me to get a new Rubik's cube. Uh, a Rubik's cube, kid. We're gonna we're gonna get you twelve Rubik's cubes. <laughs> I could even get you thirteen Rubik's cubes. Yeah, yeah. Listen, listen, all I need you to do, all I need you to do is cut this with just a little bit of olive oil. Just a little bit. You know what? We could probably even just do vegetable oil. Just a little bit of vegetable oil. Vegetable oil? Cup of Cody, that's going to make things work. Listen, listen. What we're doing, what we're doing, your beautiful little face. We're going to make just a little bit more of this product. We're going to stretch it out just a little bit. Okay? We're going to stretch it out just a little bit. Uh, Okay. And we're going to make a lot more money. Maybe if I don't add that much olive oil, it'll be okay, right? We're just... Let's just do a little bit. Show me... Add a little bit of... Add a little bit of that vegetable oil. Okay, there we go. Yeah, you you can do a little more. Okay, well, I, it's, yeah. it's a heavy bottle. Wait, you could you could probably even do no. a little bit more. Oh. oh no, Cody, hold me! Oh! Ah. 
<laughs> that was so good. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. This was this oh. was morally gray characters making yeah. complex choices. And I was on a decent amount of speed during this scene. <laughs> a decent amount of speed during this scene. Because for me, I knew that 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 kind of lifestyle is one full of drugs and alcohol and promiscuous sex. And so I did all three of those uh, right before we filmed. Oh my God. Is that why you were obsessed with my lips? Yes. That was ad lib, by the way. Yeah. Yes. I I remember that. I remember I was in, I was taking a lot of, um, I was taking a lot of ketamine at the time as well. I was Jesus. in a real K-hole. I was in a real oh K-hole. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. You d- on okay. Wow. Yeah. That's I uh a, I guess impressive. I was in a real K-hole and lips were the thing at the time. My lips, your lips, uh wax lips, our lips. Yes, 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 yes. And I brought that to the scene and I don't regret it. <sighs> Oh, cool. All yeah. right. Well, the next day, uh, you and um, yeah, uh, Cody uh, and I start selling this stuff at the school. Uh, I've mm-hmm. got a big trench coat that's filled with it, of course. You know, yeah, it's a watches. very liquidy trench coat. Yeah, it is in big bottles. They did burst a little bit. It's a gross little little trench coat I have. But sure. the people give you the money. I give them a squirt of the good stuff. Mm. A squirt of that good stuff right on their face. So what it looks like is uh, we did get a little bit of flack from this from uh, from parent groups, but I like to think. Yeah, we thought it was going to be a different camera. So they're sort of on their knees. Yeah, because yeah, because they're putting their hands out and they're going pretty please. Can we have some cream? And then they give me the money. They give you the money. They yeah. go over and to you, me. I open my trench coat and I start like pushing down on the the lotion yeah. dispenser. Like, well, and you so you're pushing on their head into your jacket, and then you. Well, I want to get of, it onto their face. Yeah, yeah. You're so you're sort of applying it directly, exactly. Uh, which which was I think our the internal logic of the of. Of Doug, our director, was it was a sanitary thing of you know applying it directly to the face rather than a lot of different people touching it. Yeah, and we uh, don't want to waste the cream. You know, we only yeah. get so many takes. We're not just yeah. going to stand there using going through bottles of cream all day. So this it's way weird, it's faster. Though. Nothing gets wasted in the hands. Yeah, we had sort What's of weird? raised. Well, I think that you and you know we had raised uh, some red flags about this in the room. Mm. And we had said, you know, what if, um, what if they prepackage it? What if it's more of like, you know, like a drug thing? You know, I think that's sort yeah. of the, that's sort of the, the metaphor of this episode. It, in a lot of ways, yeah, it was yeah, an yeah. a, a, a anti-drug episode. And yeah. Doug really insisted that you be shot from behind. That they yeah. get down on their knees and that and you, I'm wearing a big trench coat. Big trench coat. You push their heads down and then we see push your their right heads hand in front of the nozzle. Really working, work, the, working the nozzle. The nozzle. Uh, yeah. This was, of and, course, yeah, this was another thing I had to apologize for. I also had to do another yeah. round of uh, another round of spinning in the synagogues for this. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. They love. Oh, they they must have loved getting a free show though. That one was fun. I had a good yeah. time on that one. They oh, didn't feel great. so offended. They just felt like, no, this is we get another free spin <laughs> yeah. from the boy. But they, the the dervish, of course, <laughs> they yeah. love a dervish show. They love a little dervish in there. <laughs> yeah, Who doesn't? Spinning. You know, you're spinning, you're jumping, you're leaping. There's there's streamers. Yes, there's thank confetti. you, thank you, Dermot. Yeah, it's, it's not just spinning. No, People think when I say show. I spin, they think I'm just spinning. Yeah. No, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, you you spin athletically, you spin professionally. Well, I spin, I twirl, I yes. twist, yes. I unfurl. Yes. It's incredible. It's I look, so it's, I look great. So anyway, we got in trouble for this. We got in trouble for this because I think from like we maybe could have gotten away with the shots from behind. I think maybe what the issue might have been is. The POV shots from your perspective. Oh my God. These the teenagers down. getting covered in an oily cream. Their yeah, face, it was kind yeah. of a slow They're, motion type thing. And it was like, oh, yeah. as you saw yeah. these, the splats of cream hit them in the face and they loved yeah. it, of course. And they're saying, thank you, thank you. Oh, say, thank you. Yeah, he really insisted on that now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, he did uh, really <laughs> say, we, sh- we this is important, we have to do this, people won't get it otherwise. They won't get that they're getting the cream. We went way over schedule that day. We, we, and we used so schedule. much more cream than we thought. I know <laughs> yeah. I was saying we wanted to save the cream, but we really yeah. used a lot of cream. We used a lot. We used a lot of cream. We went way over over time. Way uh, over hours, time. Hours of footage of these teenagers getting doused <laughs> in cream. And I the weird thing was is the footage went missing. Do you remember that? Well, it went missing, yeah, for a long time uh, until uh, his house was raided. Turned out he was a serial yes. killer and other things. Yeah. And they found it, and we were able to splice it back together. So you guys now are able to see the full uh, 16 and a half unabridged minutes of yeah. the slow motion lotioning. Yeah. And that's on our uh, Patreon. That's on our Patreon. <laughs> so you can come get that. That's a nice bonus. Uh, you yeah. guys can interact with us and you can see the video of the lotion being squirted, which is really yeah. neat. <laughs> so please, uh, please sign up for the uh, Ding Dong Patreon. Yeah. Please sign up for the Ding Dong Patreon. You can get full access to that as well as some other amazing behind the scenes clips. Uh, there uh, discount is- coupons for my sex tapes. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, you can get uh, a, a a commentary track of my commentary over your sex tapes. Oh, yeah. I didn't know you I did just, that. I thought yeah, you didn't watch them. them. No way. Uh, yeah, What'd I you recently think? added those. Well, um, well, you're gonna have to subscribe to the Patreon to find out. I guess that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I hope you liked them. I again, you're gonna have to subscribe to find out. I I I was so glad to revisit this episode. This episode was, of course, titled "Cream of the Crop." Cream of the Crop, because this was also brought to us by Big Corn. Yes, uh, that's also where we got our, you know, with the corn dunking all the cream corn and stuff. Yes. So thank you to Big Corn. They're still sponsoring this podcast. They, thank they you, Big did Corn. A nice, uh, twenty dollar donation to our Patreon. Uh, yeah. So that's very nice from Big Corn. Yeah, I. I I, I think that I think whoever is on their outreach team just wanted to hear my commentary of your sex tra- your, your your sex tapes. 
I mean, I want to hear this. I'm subscribing now. Yeah, it's a great right idea. Well, folks, thank you so much for joining us today on Ding Dong Watch Along. I have, as always, been Dermot McDooley. And I have, for as long as I can remember, been McConaughey Cauliflower. And we're here telling you, as always, to ding, ding dong, dong and watch along. Watch along. Watch along.